0: Before we get into this week's top stories, a quick question. Are you joining us for New York City Sessions relaunch next week? It's Thursday, the 23rd of February. One week left, just 40 tickets remaining. Get yours today to avoid disappointment. More in the show notes. But now, here are this week's top stories. Washington lawmakers approve bill to allow home cannabis cultivation. Predictions for global cannabis trends In 2023 DEA classifies novel cannabinoids Delta minus 8 and minus 9 THCO As controlled substances Twitter's new policy Allows ads for cannabis THC products In the USA Canadian wholesale cannabis prices Are off more than 40% in 2022 Hi there, and welcome along to this week's edition of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Quick reminder, if you haven't yet, please do us a favor, click the follow button in whichever podcast app you're listening to this in. Now let's get into those stories. Washington lawmakers approve bills allow home cannabis cultivation. A bill to allow Washington state adults to grow cannabis at home cleared its first legislative hurdle on Thursday, passing out of the House Regulated Substances and Gaming Committee on a 7-4 vote, according to Marijuana Moment. Now, the bill would enable people 21 and over to grow up to six plants for personal use, a maximum of 15 plants per household. Plants would need to be labelled grown out of public view and not readily smelled outside the premises. Landlords could prohibit home grow by renters and leasees under the bill. Fines of up to $500 if a miner uses or obtains a grower's cannabis, unless the products were stored in a secured area or container, and if a miner is involved in a DUI after consuming unsecured cannabis, the grower would face a fine of up to $750. Predictions for global cannabis trends in 2023. Writing for The Rolling Stone, Andrew Wilson explores some of his predicted trends for the cannabis industry in 2023. Making his predictions based on experience working directly with operators worldwide, Wilson puts forward five key trends, including New, small-scale craft producers setting up shop in Canada Europe's EU GMP standards will have a global impact on production South Africa will solidify its lead in the amount and quality of the cannabis it produces Latin America is about to boom. Specifically, Colombia may become key exporters to Europe and the rest of the globe. Thailand will become leaders in production in 2023 and beyond, as well as outliers in the strict, broader Asian cannabis landscape. Wilson writes... The cannabis industry is globalising, and 2023 is looking to be a big year for proving that cannabis can be a regulated and profitable commodity for the countries choosing to get involved. DEA classifies novel cannabinoids Delta minus 8 9 THCO as controlled substances. Marijuana Moment reports that as Delta minus 8 9 THCO do not meet the federal definition of legal hemp, The DEA has now confirmed they're considered illegal controlled substances. In a response letter to attorney Rod Knight, the DEA stated that as the cannabinoids do not occur naturally in the cannabis plant and can only be obtained synthetically, they do not fall under the definition of hemp. However, the publication notes that the DEA has also indicated that delta minus 8 THC products are not controlled substances as long as they're extracted from the natural plant, not synthesized. Twitter's new policy allows ads for cannabis THC products in the USA. Until now, only CBD topical brands were permitted to advertise on Twitter's platform, according to AdCan. This had been causing difficulties for cannabis companies that were unable to advertise on one of the biggest social media platforms. AdCan reports that this latest development will now see Twitter allowing advertisers to promote brand preference and informational cannabis-related content for the following product and service categories. CBD and similar cannabinoid products. THC and similar products. Cannabis-related products and services such as delivery services, labs, growing tech, search engines, events, etc. Cannabis organizations wishing to advertise on the platform will need to pass through a Twitter advertiser approval process to ensure they're legitimate. Canadian wholesale cannabis prices are off more than 40% in 2022. Canadian cannabis wholesale prices tumbled more than 40% last year as companies continued to work through stubborn supply gluts and struggling cultivators chose to sell off their unsold cannabis instead of destroying it, according to reports in MJBizDaily. According to the publication, while some industry experts see the oversupply of wholesale cannabis easing somewhat, others are more bearish and foresee wholesale prices continuing to fall. Steve Clark, the Canadian Cannabis Exchange's CEO, has said that THC remains the main barometer for price, but terpene profiles are becoming more sought-up by buyers, while Dan Sutton CEO of British Columbia-headquartered cannabis producer Tantalus Labs, expects prices will continue to fall. And now briefly in other news. California awards $15 million in grants to support local cannabis equity programs. Governor's Office of Business and Economic Development, GOBIZ, distributed the $15 million to 16 cities and counties across the state through the Cannabis Equity Grants Program for local jurisdictions. Three months following Biden's pronouncement, the Justice Department's website specifies the application for certificate of pardon for simple possession of marijuana is not yet available. None of the 6,557 Americans identified by the U.S. Sentencing Commission as being eligible for presidential pardons have received them. Tilray versus Canopy Growth Which cannabis stock is the better buy? Leo Amazua explores Tilray versus Cannaby Growth stocks, highlighting that both represent two sides of the great cannabis dream. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer held a second meeting on cannabis legislation for the new Congress on Tuesday with GOP senators to discuss next steps for crafting a passable bill. Missouri cannabis sales soar. Retailers see 3x revenue during the first weekend of adult-use sales. California announces $20 million grant program to expand cannabis retail licensing in underserved areas. Canada's federal cannabis fees make industry unsustainable, according to the Canadian cannabis executives that are pleading with the federal government to offer relief to the fee and excise regime it imposes on the industry amid mounting job and financial losses. Cantor Fitzgerald's Pablo Zwanik took a closer look at Aurora's earnings report and quarterly performance, highlighting that cash burn remains a concern while lower interest costs, in other words, debt paydown, and better working capital management will likely help OCF trends going forward. And now Europe's headlines. The EU Observer asks if Germany follows through with promised full legalisation of cannabis in 2024, will the rest of Europe follow suit? The publication speaks to George Werth, the head of the German hemp association Deutsche Handverband in Berlin to assess the likely pitfalls and potential of the move, and the likely knock-on effects. As GW Pharmaceuticals, which was bought by Irish firm Jazz Pharmaceuticals for $7.2 billion in 2021, has spent millions of dollars on lobbying activities, a series of events have unfolded, which could eventually see it come to dominate the CBD sector, according to Business Can. MHRA clarification is a step in the right direction, says CIC, and reports Business Can. France's ongoing medical cannabis experiment, in which 3,000 patients are offered free products, has reported an overwhelmingly positive patient response, according to Business Can. Cannabis Health explores, is vaping cannabis safe? What we know and what we don't. Business Can European Cannabis Roundup, Malta, plans to slash... Prohibitive fees for cannabis clubs, Germany's CDU CSU calls for better protection of medical cannabis patients and Amsterdam to ban smoking on streets. Cannabis Health is looking into a new UK study to collect in-depth data on cannabis and childhood epilepsy. We've got a few upcoming events to invite you to. We're hoping we'll see you there. First of all, Business of Cannabis, the New York Sessions, back next week, 23rd of February. Join us in the heart of the Big Apple alongside our partners, Leafly, for an intimate night of talks, networking, an open bar, and a dedicated cannabis consumption lounge at the women-owned Work and Roll New York City in Chelsea. Cannabis Europa London takes place on the 2nd and 3rd of May, join policymakers, entrepreneurs, innovators and investors to shape the future of the maturing European cannabis industry and a market that's said to be worth £3.2 billion by 2025. Business of Cannabis New York will once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day programme providing best-in-class networking opportunities with key industry figures, sought-after insights, and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Grab your tickets today and join us on the 4th of October in New York. All the links in the show notes. Well, that's it for another episode of the Business of Cannabis weekly podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Whatever you've heard in this episode, you'll find more details of it on our website, businessofcannabis.com. If you're listening to this via Apple Podcasts, please do click the button on top right of the playing screen to follow the show. It really helps new people to find us. I'll be back next week with another episode of Business of Cannabis Weekly.